Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App. And make a donation to dollar sign E James, the number 418. Make a one time donation to the Cash App, or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in into the to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you listen, like, subscribe, and share uh, to our podcast on all of our uh, social media outlets. Um, definitely our YouTube page. Uh, if you guys could please subscribe to our YouTube page. You really want to get that up. Uh, but if you look for us on all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, you'll find us there. Uh, YouTube, I already said, um, at the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Make sure you guys are liking and sharing. And most importantly, make sure that you are subscribing. And also, I'm going to tell you guys how you could win $100 from the podcast. But you have to stay until the end of the show to hear that information on how you can win that $100. Uh, if you are a longtime listener, you already know. And so you should already be uh, in the contest. But to everyone else, just wait to the end, uh, and then I'll let you in on that information. So getting right into the podcast, thank you guys once again uh, for joining us. Before we get started, I'm going to get to our product of the week. So uh, if you don't know, our product of the week is products that you may purchase in order to support the podcast. Uh, we have different products. We have our ebooks, and we have our um, inspirational t-shirt line. 
uh, both of which you'll hear more about during the show. So our product of the week is our ebook of, I don't know if you can see it that good. It is Males to Men. It is the Males, Males to Men ebook, uh, which is an ebook that was written by, my, uh, by myself. Um, and it's about the transition from uh, boyhood into male uh, to manhood. Definitely good for uh, young men um, going into uh, adulthood. So if you have some teenagers um, and even some that may in their, in their early 20s, because if you don't get any information in your teens, you definitely can't carry it into your 20s. So you still don't have it. So we definitely want to make sure that we're pouring into our young men um, as they make that transition. So it's males to men, and that can be found at um, ebooksbyejames.com. I made it real simple, ebooksbyejames.com on that website, or you can go to our home website, which is dealhealfulfill.org, dealhealfulfill.org. Uh, that is our main website, and it will have uh, everything that you need um to to find more about us including the podcast me as a speaker um and everything else that we have going on and it will have the links to uh the website to get the t-shirts and the website to get the ebooks there will be links there um but you can find it at uh, either one of those two places so today just like any other day we are blessed with a guest mr cooper how you doing i'm doing well mr james how are you I am good. I am good, sir. First of all, let me say thank you for being here because you could have been doing anything else, but you took <laughs> out your time to be here with me uh, and my listeners, and I definitely appreciate it. So I want you to know that up front. I appreciate the opportunity. No problem. No problem. So we're going to jump right in. So the first thing I would like to do, uh, uh, I don't know, I want to call you Mr. Cooper or Mr. Robert. I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> to call you. <laughs> so Robert, uh, First thing I want you to do is introduce yourself to my listeners and tell us who you are and what it is that you do. I'm a family engagement specialist, millennial trauma expert, author of A Young Man's Cry, founder of Young Men Becoming Men. I help young men and families overcome their traumatic experiences and start the healing process to overcome their adversities. Okay. All right. All right. So definitely... uh, in, a, in alignment with myself, which is why I wanted to have you on. Um, I know I spoke briefly before uh, we started recording about, you know, my initial uh, area of, of expertise, should I say, was uh, uh, my male mentoring program, which is kind of on hiatus, uh, been on hiatus since the, since the pandemic started, but we're going to yeah. do some things with that. Um, but that's why I started, you know, so I definitely have a a love for helping young men uh, with that transition, and yeah. again, I, I have four stepsons. You know what I mean. So <laughs> I've got four young men of my own yes. that I'm responsible for yes, uh, as influencing their friends and stuff. And so um, I love it when I am able to have men like yourself who not only um, are in in the business of doing what we do, but definitely to the to the point that we're reaching out outside of our own networks yes. connecting and uh, I just love it. So, um, so one of the things Robert, I always like to, to have my guests talk about is uh, I heard what you said, you know, uh, you're a specialist and you're an author and everything, you know, that you're doing right now. But I know that there was a, a, a uh, journey before this journey. Yes, right? sir. To, to, the, to the point where it's like, all right, I've been through enough. Now I kind of got my legs up under me and I want to help the next generation. Yes. So 
Tell me a little bit about, about that, Robert. What was Robert's growing up and, and some of the things that you went through that led you to get to this point that not only did you overcome, but now you're ready to reach out and, and help somebody else? Growing up in a broken home, growing up under parents that's going through unhealed trauma and having experienced their trauma, their trauma spills down and spills off because their lack of communication, they're still trying to figure out who they are as individuals, as well as parents, as well as being married. Mm -hmm. So it, it pushes away the children because now we're trying to find out where we fit in at because mom is dealing with her own personal issues. Dad is dealing with his own personal trauma. And it's like, okay, well, how can we all spend time together? I don't really know you as my parent because of what you want to allow me to enter into. And that's beginning to know who you, for who you are. But understanding that they won't allow you to get close to them because they don't know who they are. Okay. Okay. So it would, I, I, I know that, you know, you mentioned that. So how did that affect you, you know, as a young man, you know, growing up, uh, you know, to, to get to this point? It affected me uh, a whole lot because I took a lot of, of anger and animosity towards them because of how they treated me. Not understanding, especially at a young age that they're going through their own experiences and I want the attention. I want you to pay me attention because I'm crying out as well and I'm hurting on the inside. So it, it, it led me to a lot of resentment and a lot of anger. And it, it caused me to become sick with a Crohn's disease because I didn't want to to forgive because I feel as though, you know, you hurt me. So I want to hurt you. But at the same time, I'm still hurting myself because I'm still holding on to things and I'm let, not letting go to be able to move forward in life. Okay. Okay. We, we're definitely going to get in, into that forgiveness part of it. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about uh, the broken homes, which is probably more uh, uh, normal, should I say, for lack of a better word, than part of we will hope to be, you know, in this climate. But unfortunately, this it's a, it's a reality. Yes, know? sir. So we're dealing with young men who are uh, in the midst of these, these broken homes, you know, that can, can be because of an array of things. You know what right. I'm saying, and so when we're talking about broken homes, just are, what are some of the uh, the symptoms or some of the uh, examples, should I say, you know, that can be considered a broken home? You know what I mean? Because I know you you just mentioned about uh, you know your mom and your dad, so I'm guessing they were together, you know, in the home. But some sometimes it can be okay because mom's not there, or because dad's not there, or because you know, they're just different aspects. So when you when you say broken home, what are some of the examples that, you know, a young man may be to identify to be like, oh, yeah, that's maybe my condition. I'm in this this place that can be considered broken. When your parents is present, but not present, mm -hmm. is a sign of a broken home. We, we can have the parent there, but they don't know how to invest. They don't know how to make the connection. And the signs of that is it causes, uh, well, when I was younger, I wanted to be accepted. So I did some things in school, like be a class clown, did things that was funny that, that would gain the attention that I wanted because I wasn't getting attention at home. It, it also is a sign of, you know, your son or daughter staying to themselves, not wanting to do things, being separated from the family. It, it bothers the us as, as young men especially because we don't have our dad and our dad is 
like the biggest inspiration that we desire to have. But since we don't have that, it's like, okay, where do we connect that? Where can we connect the dots? And you're being raised by your mom and that, that can be difficult because, uh, you know, a, a woman's perspective of communication is different than a perspective of a, a young man and a man's uh, point of communication. You know, we some men are straight to the point. Women, they have a little more, their emotions are more attached to what they're saying and what they're telling us and how they convey what they want us to do. And it's like, okay, well, how can I grow and be myself when I feel like I'm controlled? I'm not able to live and make my own mistakes. Because then that leads to you not trusting me to make a decision. And it's like, okay, well, I don't want to deal with you. So that's the part of the broken homes where the relationships are broken because the, the effective communication factor is not a, not a part of the homes. It goes back to the traumatic experiences that they experience as parents, as younger uh, siblings and, and mothers and fathers when they didn't take the time out to talk to their children. You know, we, we got to remember that the time where our parents, I know my parent, she grew up in a home where you was, had to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. So sometimes them traumatic experience, you carry that over. So then you go take that and you treat your children the same way. And, then, you know, we never get a chance to know to understand the individual. Yeah. Yeah. And I know one of the, one of the things that I talk about, even uh, when I'm dealing with the, the young men, definitely with that communication space and definitely that that, that barrier between the difference of how a, a, a woman communicates and a, and a man communicates is basically just like what you said it is really between is on that emotional plane, yes. you know, guys are more uh, decisive, uh, decisive, should I say, with less right. emotion, and, and women are more emotional. Um, and which it needs what what is needed from a male perspective to be able to do the things that a male a male is expected to do to run a household, to be responsible, you know, yeah. to take care of the things that you're supposed to take care of. You have to be able to make decisions. And so one of the things that I, I teach, and and I definitely uh. uh you know, with the young boys is it has to be facts over feelings. You know what I mean? We deal with facts, right? Feelings, we can deal with feelings later. And and definitely I'm an opponent of, you know, us being in touch with our feelings and our emotions. But when it comes time to make a decision, we can't have our feelings in our decision-making. You know what I mean? We got to deal with facts when it comes to making our decisions because the facts never change. You know, right. our emotions change from from time to time and place to place. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that's a uh, that's something that as, as young men we definitely have to be in control of. Um, but I think you know sometimes we don't have that emotional uh, intelligence, you know, that we need, especially if we are raised by our mothers and don't necessarily have the male influence uh, that we need to have. So when you're talking to to someone you know, some of the young boys that you, you deal with. And even on, on that, on that plane of, of being able to be in touch with your emotions, but not be victim to your emotions uh, is the way that I put it. You know, what is something that you may tell them in order for them to kind of, you know, get a grip on that? Well, I'm more of having them actually get in touch with their emotions because Mm -hmm. as I understand and growing up, we're more emotionally triggered. That's why our triggers lead from our emotions. So if we can get our emotions and understand that we are emotional as men and there's nothing wrong with being emotional, mm-hmm. then it's okay. You can work forward from there. But a lot of times we're shut off because society tells us that we're weak or we're, we're not a man or we cry in front of a friend, use a punk or whatever harsh word they can choose. And it, it, it makes you demasculate yourself and it makes you take the value of who you are away from yourself. 
So tapping into that emotion is is key. And then help help once they can deal with their emotions and manage their emotions by first understanding that you know it's okay to have emotions and you have to acknowledge that emotion and it's okay to release. We're not taught to release as men. We're taught to okay, well you you upset, suck it up, keep moving forward. And then now look at if you look out in the world today, they're doing nothing but killing each other because they're angry and they have no one to wrap their arms around them. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I agree with that. And I, and I think uh, that's why, you know, even with, with who I work with, with the young boys, my age, age range is like from eighth grade through like 23, 25, yes. you know, because that's the most uh, pliable uh, myself, what I believe those most important areas or time period where you're making that transition, you know, and then I love to have to be able to talk to a gentleman like yourself and then talk to them about getting in touch with them emotions. Yes. Because one of the reasons why we don't have, uh, why we're not as in touch with our emotions as we should be is because we haven't built the, uh, the safe space to be right. able to say, Hey, it's okay. You know, right. a lot of times we're trying to put on this facade for each other because we don't want to look weak. In right. front of each other. We don't want to look, you know, like a punk or whatever right. uh, adjective we want to put to it. But the truth of the matter is we're all suffering. You yes, know, sir. we're all suffering in, in some type of way. So we have to build the communities. And I always say, you know, especially when I'm talking to a gentleman like yourself, that we got to take charge and build the community and build the safe space by, you know, letting those men around us and the young boys know, hey, this is a safe space. You, you yes, ain't got to put on the front for me. Right. You, know I mean? you can right. be straight because I right. know you're going through something because I'm going through the same thing or have yep. been, you know. Yep. And I think that when we build these safe spaces, um, that it it become more more accepted and more yes. normal, uh, where our young boys are able to learn to to um, deal with their emotions and not act out of you know uh, emotions that you know trigger them to to do some things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. Right. Know? Because they're, they're, the, the key to a safe space is building that, that relationship. And in working through those layers sometimes can be hard because they're so guarded. And they, because they get once whoever invests in them, they invest in them for a little, a little while, then they move forward. So it's like, okay, well, all right, I already deal with the struggles of my dad don't love me. I already deal with the struggles of my mom not accepting me. Now I got to deal with somebody else being in and out of my life. So it's now just time to guard myself. And they guard themselves with anger and animosity. And their heart is not open to anything. So, what what is something that they can do to kind of to deal with that? To be able to um, trust themselves, I guess you could say, and also be able to trust other people. You know, just a to at least start opening up that door. You know, where okay, I can allow you in, and not necessarily be afraid whether you're going to leave or not. You know what I'm saying? Just like, what is something they can do to kind of start building that that muscle? first is gaining understanding of who you are and gaining understanding of what you want to do with your life and attaching yourself to the right people because the right people are not just going to come in and then walk out. They're going to want to help you and help you fulfill whatever purpose you have in life or whatever you desire within your heart. So it's letting down, letting down the layers, being open to having someone come into your life. I understand because I was that gentleman, that young man at one point, hard to trust people because I, I go to convey and talk to people about certain things that I'm dealing with. And then it's, it's told back to my family. I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> you want me to talk to you, but you're taking back information. So there's no need for me to trust you to, to, 
to talk to you. So it's it's just building that relationship, allowing someone to be able to build a relationship. And build a relationship is just finding the common interest. And as men, we don't find a common interest, even though we have common interests. For example, I was in the market and the game was on, and me and the gentleman, we talked, laughed, and talked about the game. So the game went off, we just went our separate ways. That Through that common interest, we could have found out more, a little bit more about each other, mm -hmm. but we just shut the door there. Yeah, and I, I think that's something that we're we're kind of um, that kind of grows into, or we kind of grow into just by our, our environment, I guess you could say. You know um, why that is? I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> yeah, but I know that's something that that we do again instead of finding that common or more common interest. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, yeah, we don't always do that because we're we're not open to talk to each other. Like, for example, women can come together and they could talk about from A to Z. We come together. We just talk about the surface or it's something that's going to be about talk about whatever we, you know, whatever women we've been with or stuff like that to edify ourselves. We don't come mm -hmm. to talk about the things that we're going through. Right. Right. OK. OK. Well, I, I know one thing that you said that I definitely agree with, you know, uh, when we begin to take that journey, which is also a journey that I was on. Um, not too long ago, uh, which really is, is to getting to know yourself. You know, not too long ago, I went through a journey of uh, getting into personal development and, you know, taking some assessments. I took the disc assessment, you know, yeah. some things like that to really, you know, who am to learn who am I? And, yes, and I would, for anybody that's listening, if you haven't taken the disc, disc assessment, I, I recommend it. Would, uh, recommend it. Yeah, I do too. That, that did something for me because it was some things that I, felt about myself, you know, and I'm like, all right, I think I'm this type of person, you know yep. what I mean? And then when I took it, it was like, oh yeah, I, I knew that was me. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it was some things that I knew about myself that was, that was refreshing, you yes. know, that it, it wasn't just me, you know, leaning into my ego or anything like that. Like, no, right. this is your personality, but it also opened up in some other spaces that I wasn't even, you know, aware of that was like, right. yeah, but you can shine over here too. Yes. You know, if you, you look at these, uh, your strengths over here and your weaknesses right. over here, by acknowledging our who we are, you yes, know, with those uh, strengths and weaknesses, we're able to, you know, show up differently uh, right. for ourselves, but then yep. able to show up differently in, in, in other spaces. So I think that, you know, learning to find out who we are probably be the, the first step, you know, and then after you find out who you are, then find out where you're trying to go. You know, what I mean? yeah. like you mentioned about where you're going or what is it that you want to achieve. And I think that's that's definitely uh, even with my program. One of the, the first things that I say um, that we have to build on, you have to have a plan. Like, what's your right. plan? Where right. are you going? You know, right. and I think that's why I aim at that high school, you know, just getting kind of getting out of high school. Because yes, that's where if you don't have a plan, then because I always say from from grammar school all the way up to the end of high school, you're going where everyone else is playing. Your parents yes, have sir. a plan for you. Right, the school right. system have a plan for you. You right. know what I mean? Everybody has a plan and everything laid out. You're going to be here at this time to this right. time. When you get out of school, you expect to do this. You know, everybody have a plan for you. But if you don't have a plan for yourself, when everybody else's plan is done, then you're free to whoever plan that, that you know, attracts you yep. at that time. And that's right. how a lot of our young men end up getting into some things that, 
you know, they shouldn't be in because they don't have no direction for themselves. And so right. when the crowd comes going in one direction, sometimes right. they jump on that direction with the crowd and unfortunately lead them somewhere that they don't really want to be. Right. Because the, the road that's less traveled is fear. Everybody want to follow the footsteps that's already been planted. But not knowing the footsteps that's been planted is not the direction that may be for you. The road less traveled is the best direction because you get to set your own footprints, your own path, your own direction. Yeah, and, and sometimes that that group mentality is not uh, in our best interest, right? So What's I talk up? a lot about um, occasionally, you know, my my homies that I grew up with, <laughs> you know, uh, I always kind of was a little bit into the future myself. So by the time I graduated high school, I already knew what I wanted to do. You know yes, what I'm saying? I already knew what college I was going to. Like I had I had my plan <laughs> together. And so right. when we got out of high school, I'm like, all right, I'm up. I see y'all. I'm gone. You know, um, but my friends, they kind of all hung together. And because none of them really had a plan, the plan was every day or every Thank weekend, you. strip clubs, smoking, drinking. Yep. You know what I mean? That pretty yep. much was it. And they stuck, was stuck in that spot for a couple years. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until slowly you know one by one they started to peel off from the group that individually they start making some changes and making some progress and finding their way to you know years later when everybody started coming back together you right. know everybody was kind of on that journey but i just think about those years that they spent you know just hanging mm -hmm. on the block really wasted just because none of us had well none of them had a, a plan for themselves and so the plan became the group plan. What is the group plan? Right. Clubs and, and drinking. You right, know, and right. all, of, all of that stuff that came. And so nobody never really did anything more than what was talked about inside the group. You know, right. so we have to be the ones that, you know, press outside the group. Uh, if we have to go, <laughs> I, I grew up in the church and they just always say, uh, I'll go if I have to go by myself, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And so sometimes that's what it has to be. Sometimes we yes. have to be to go by ourselves, but in order to be that example to everybody else, like, yo, we gotta, we gotta make some moves, you know. But that, that's what that's what goes back to what we talked about earlier, the broken homes. When we don't have our fathers, we have no structure, we have no foundation, we have no principles. Yeah. So we go out there, we just kind of go with the flow because of we want to fit in for one. And then two, we don't have no plan. So we just we just aimlessly go in until something catches us within the wind and takes us to where we want to go, whatever, like financially wise or whatever we whatever desires we have, whatever blows that way. And it's like, OK, this is it. We want to run with it. But a lot of times that's not who we are called and who are we meant to be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100 um, percent because. And in, in, in my space, I was grow. I grew up with my dad. You know, my mom and dad, you know, was married until my mom passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and my dad's still here. You know what I mean? And so my dad's always been in, in my life, but definitely in in the lives of some of my friends, you know, right. and even some of my family, uh, you know, their fathers weren't there or mm -hmm. not a, as active as they should be. You know what I mean? And so um, they didn't have that direction. And so right. again, you know, you come to the group, you know, maybe I think me and my brother, maybe some of my cousins out of our whole group that, you know, hung together were the only ones that actually had fathers at home. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody else didn't have a father. So even though I kind of, you know, did my own thing, but I'll say my brothers and my and my cousins, they, although they had the, the father at home, when it came to fitting in with the group, 
Right. The group didn't have, you know what I mean? So right. there are the things that they may have learned from, from my dad or from my uncles. Right. They didn't necessarily apply to the group because the group was on something else. You right. know what I mean? So they right. worked with the group. So uh, that's why I said, you know, we definitely have to work with our young men uh, to building up themselves and building up their own minds to be able to say, even if it's come to the part where we like, all right, we got to step outside the group, then we got to step outside the group. Right, so right. We got to do what's best for us. And sometimes what's best for us is also best for the group. Like I right. said, with, with my group of friends, once they all started kind of peeling away and doing their own things, they all began to elevate. So when they came back together, mm -hmm. now they all work and they all fathers. They all, you know what I mean? But it took stepping away from the group for them to get that focus that they needed, you know, right. and then to be able to come back together and, and be, you know, uh, to where they are now. So, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, one of the things you, you mentioned a little earlier, I, I want to touch on, uh, you talked about forgiveness. And I think that forgiveness definitely is a, a, something that we as men definitely don't talk about enough. Um, right. I had the, the opportunity to uh, join a group, um, this organization, should I say, called the Forgiveness Mission. And one of the things that we do we put on forgiveness work, virtual forgiveness workshops every quarter, you know? Okay. Um, so we're able to have these workshops where we talk about forgiveness, you know, what it is, what it's not forgiveness of self, forgiveness of, of others, you know? Um, and so I'm very big into forgiveness and what it means to forgive because especially with our young men, we are holding so much in and holding so much against people who, may or may not ever ask for forgiveness. You know what I mean? They may not ever ask for it. And in some cases, they may not never deserve it. But forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Yes. Because a lot of our young men haven't learned to forgive, you know, that affects how they uh, act with their families. It affects how they definitely how they act with one another. And that's why they're so quick to violence um, because there's no compassion there. And it's like, oh, you hurt me. I'm going to hurt you right back. You right. know, or I'm going to hurt you even more than you hurt me, or I'm going to hurt you to the point where you can't hurt me again. Right. You know? And we, we lose that compassion. So even with yourself, you know, I know you mentioned about the uh, forgiveness. How important do you believe that that is, especially in the lives of our young men? And what difference can that make once they learn how to, to process that? It's important because it's detrimental to your health. It also can kill you within your body. It breaks down to your, your pretty much the system of your, your nervous system. The uh, intestinal system, it wears down, it creates stress on the heart. So it is important to forgive because the more you hold on, the more internal weights that you carry. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't understand the power of forgiveness because we're stuck in what people done to us. We see from a point of view of who hurt us, but not but not who we have hurt. So mm -hmm. we carry that who who hurt us, and we just we go on with life and. Every time somebody do something, it's a pile don't wait. It's another pile don't wait. And it's like, okay, the more angry you become, the more bitter you get, the more resentful you become. But the key to forgiveness is acknowledging and accepting the, tra the traumatic experience you've been through. A lot of times we can't accept the trauma because sometimes we don't want to deal with it. So a lot of the youth find another substance to get high to alleviate themselves with dealing with themselves first. That's the only way you can be able to get healed is 
working on yourself first because you can point at what everybody else is doing wrong. But until you work on yourself and forgive them, then you can be healed to be able to move forward. Yeah, and I um, I know one of the things that I always teach uh, and I believe heavily in is, is uh, self-accountability. You know what I mean? When we're able to acknowledge, you know, our faults, our wrongs, you know, the things that we did wrong or even some of the things that we did right, then we're better able to, um, you know, interact with others. And like you said, when when I think about the hurt that I put on others and not just the hurt that I put on me, then I can be more responsible for my reactions because I think about, OK, if this person hurt me, I know how that made me feel. Let me make right. sure I'm not transferring that same pain to somebody else. You right. know what I mean? And so, but that takes some some dealing with, you know, ourselves and our own emotions to to get to that space. Right, but when you're younger, you don't think of it that way because the um, the emotional detachment that you have, your mindset is not on the empathy of others. Your mindset is on protecting yourself and making sure nobody hurts you. Right. Right. So, so Robert, before we get out of here, man, I, I know you're an author and you and you. Uh, wrote several yeah. books. Yes, I did. <laughs> you wrote the one right here. Books. So, uh, tell us about the, this one here. A young man's cry. It teaches young men the principles of financial literacy, effective communication, managing your emotions, and being aware of who you are. I like that. I like that. So you 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 mentioned your your you have several books. Tell me yeah. what what other books do you do you have? Five Steps to Discover Your Purpose, uh, Every Family Has a Story, Your Family Unspoken Forgiveness, uh, what other book I'm missing? Oh, Your Character Speaks Before You Do. Okay, okay. You all in my in my space with those. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought you wrote your books first? Um, no, actually, you oh. know what's crazy? I, I, actually, I wrote all three of my books that I wrote, I wrote um just last year within last year okay uh i'll do those ebooks but i'm working on a, a heart i gotta see I'm, I'm gonna have to hold myself accountable right yeah. <laughs> I, keep, I keep saying i'm working on this book but i gotta get it finished because now <laughs> my audience is gonna be like look you keep on talking about this book and you ain't finished it yet <laughs> so i'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to sit down i promise you guys before this season is out this is season three before the season is out the book is gonna be out all right um but yeah, so I'm I'm working on that, man. Um, uh, my own first hardcover book. Um, I'm working on it, and so uh, like I said, before this season is out, I'll I'll have it up and out, man. So uh, Robert, man, I thank you so much for for. Oh, that's another one. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Thank you so much for for being here, uh, for logging on and sharing with us. Um, I want you to have the last word, right? I want you to have the last word and to give us. Um, a word of uh, encouragement or inspiration, or however you feel that's laid on your heart. Um, I want you to have that last word and also share your uh, social media platforms and websites and things like that where we can find you um, and work with you. So while you're thinking about that, um, to my listeners, man, I told you guys that I would tell you how you can win $100 from the podcast. And you can do that by entering our super subscriber contest what does that mean you must subscribe to our youtube channel our facebook page and our spotify uh podcast on spotify after you've done those three things you will text the word win w-i-n 
to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. The contest is ongoing. So once you uh, subscribe to enter the contest, you're always in. And it's, and not only is it ongoing, but it's random, which means that anytime I can pull a name and that'll be the winner of our, our $100 uh hundred dollars from the, from the podcast, right? So again, to, to win a hundred dollars from the podcast, which don't cost you anything is all free for you to subscribe, but you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page and our, uh, Spotify, uh, podcast on Spotify, and then text the word win W I N to the number eight, six, six, three, two, six, zero, seven, three, zero in order to qualify to win, um, from the podcast. Also, guys, um, make sure again you're checking out our uh ebooks at ebooksbyejames.com. Um, there you will find uh, uh the males to men ebook that I talked about earlier, which you can find the forgiving me, the four steps to self-forgiveness is there, and also uh the four core, which is the four core values that every daughter should receive from her father. Those are all on our website, uh, uh, ebooksbyejames.com, or you can go to our overall overall website, which is dealhealfulfill.org, dealhealfulfill.org, and there you will find all of our things that we have going on from the uh, speaking engagements, workshops, um, the podcast, the uh, merchandise, the books, everything will be you will be able to find there. So uh, check us out there. So, um, Mr. Robert, again, thank yes, you for sir. being on. Thank you for I appreciate it. I appreciate being for, on. You know, to share your expertise with us, and I'll let you have the last word. So the floor is yours. Just want to say your trauma does not define you. Your environment does not define you. Your mindset does not define you. But your determination defines who you're going to be. All right. Where can we Where can we find you at? I'm Instagram. I'm Robert Thomas Cooper Jr. Facebook, the same Robert Thomas Cooper Jr. My website is youngmenbecomingmen.org. All right. All right. So we can't uh, leave it no better than that to my listeners. Again, thank you guys for coming out and uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, remember, our mission is to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. So until next time, guys, be blessed. Hey guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtohealtees.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem. Heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.